Hi guys, welcome to the Try A New Frequency with Amber podcast. My name is Amber Chanel and I'll be your host. My podcast is for anyone who loves music videos and living a life of synchronicities. A focus will be on music videos from back in the day when MTV actually played music videos. My goal is to help challenge old ways of thinking, to have an open discussion about music videos and to connect it to our current reality. I live a life full of daily synchronicities and would love to have you join me on my journey. And I'll also be bringing on spiritual experts to interview. So let's have fun, listen to great music, and raise the frequency in our lives. Welcome back, everybody. I am super excited. We are in episode 14. I have a special guest with me. Her name is Natasha. She's the owner of Bright Soul Energy Healing. So welcome, Natasha. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. For sure. Now, I'm going to just give a brief summary of what I know you do. And then I want you after to tell us a little bit more about yourself. Okay. So I know you're a spiritual coach down in Houston, Texas. You do tarot. You're an intuitive reader, Reiki master and divine channel. Tell me more about yourself and how you got started in this. Well, that definitely sums it up. But um, so I started doing all of this a couple years ago. Uh, I went through a pretty challenging divorce back in 2018, and it kind of catapulted me into this whole world. I started therapy, and my therapist recommended some books for me. And I had actually already known that I was sort of spiritually connected. But then I ended up going to see a medium. I believe her name is Joy Koff, actually. She's located in Texas also. And she told me that I was a channel. We did aura photos. And she was able to kind of tell me that I had a white halo around my head. And that means I'm a pretty powerful channel. I had no idea what that meant. And so I started exploring and really connecting with my spirits and ancestors. And from there, everything fell into place pretty quickly. So I started doing bright soul kind of more as like calligraphy. I started doing designs and just trying to do merch with sweet messages on there, you know, stuff like lead with love and things like that. And it just kind of morphed into what it is now through my own personal work and my own personal journey. So I hired a life coach and she put me through a life coaching program and I was able to really see what she did and how it could fall into place for me as well. So just like dominoes, that's literally how it happened. And here I am. What a beautiful process. And I can read auras as well. It was so funny is you do have complete white all around. So I'm letting you know that everybody out there, she does, is very bright. I also see it fade out to a bright yellow. So just so you're aware. I love that. That's so cool. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, that you can check into after uh, with the color meanings there. I know you probably know what white means, but um, also I wanted to mention that you've got a podcast, How to Be a Better Person, which is on Spotify and Anchor. So feel free to go check out that podcast. We'll have it in the show notes today. Uh, Today we're going to talk about, which is unique, I normally go way back in the day for music videos, so anybody listening in that joins, I'm not going to choose a more current jam often. This was divine timing. (laughs) Natasha sent it over, and I was like, hmm, let me check this out. It's by (laughs) FKG and Masego, and it's called Tadao, 
Yes. <laughs> it's not a real word, but he definitely like kind of instrumentally ties it into the song. It's so beautiful. I was going to say, I'm like, I hope I said that right. So we're going to go into that later um, in the episode, but very good jam. Super excited to find out about the artists. So now I'll be listening quite often to them. So thanks for that. You're welcome. Now you, you mentioned kind of your process in regards to, you know, the dominoes falling and everything aligning for yourself, but what actually encouraged you to be specifically a spiritual coach? I think that so many people have a really hard time connecting with that part of themselves. And I think for me, that was really the catalyst into real permanent change. You know, like, it's not just like somebody saying, oh, like, I'm probably going to make references like this often because I am a part-time bartender and it is part of my journey because I am two and a half years sober as well. I don't drink alcohol. Yeah. So congrats. Uh, I have to chime in there. Congrats. I appreciate that. And there's another whole part of that story, but it's part of the process. So now that I'm two and a half years sober, I was able to really eliminate alcohol from the picture. And I kind of realized that it's like a lot of people who will say, oh, you know, I drink a lot. So I'm just going to stop going to the bar for a little bit, but I'm going to continue to drink. But are you really making a permanent, impactful, lasting change, right? Are you really trying to go that direction of becoming a better person? Or do you just see yourself kind of circling in this thing and think, oh, okay, well, I can take a step back, but it can still be part of my life. Typically not. And so when you're making a spiritual transformation, I mean, once you're in, once you're connected, there's no going back. And so that was the reason for me wanting to become a spiritual coach. I really just, I wanted to help people tap into that part of themselves and be able to, to make lasting change and become better people from inside out, not just on a surface level. Wonderful reason to get in. And I'm going to say something completely woo-woo regarding this, but something I really put into people's minds when they talk about drinking. Okay. So go there with me. Yeah, let's do that. People are going to believe what they will on what we are. And I know to me that we're technology, we're in this matrix and whatnot. So I'm going to say this, but drinking alcohol, imagine it like something plugged into the wall and you put it in water. What's going to happen? It's going to be destroyed. So anything electronic that's going to go in there. So not saying water is bad, not saying other things, but there is a lot of bad stuff that we put into our body. But the way I look at it is like alcohol is kind of like that. All it's going to do is ruin and destroy. Yes. So I don't know if that's a good way to put it, but that was kind of my way when I talk to people that drink or that are even removed from it, when they're talking to me like, Hey, I'm struggling. I'm like, think of it this way. And they're like, Holy cow. It is just going to destroy you. I'm like, when you mentally... Put it in that perspective. People don't realize what poison it is. And especially for people like you and I who are spiritually connected. I mean, this is my work. This is my passion. So I can't afford to let that be clouded. And that is what alcohol does. It completely clouds that connection. And so 
again, like I said, it, it definitely ties into what I'm trying to do and why I'm a spiritual coach. Like I definitely encourage my clients to, to not numb their feelings through alcohol. That's like one of the main things that we talk about is making sure that people are processing their emotions and not using a substance to cope with them. Exactly. Cause that does, it just clouds. So great, great. I know this is going to touch the right people at the right time. And I'm super happy about that, whether that be now or down the road. We're going to go into next. I'm really intrigued. So I do tarot myself, but I, I wouldn't say I'm the tarot master. So I wanted to know a little bit more about how did you learn to read tarot cards? And when did you discover that you had this particular ability? Well, let me preface this by saying I am also not a tarot master, (laughs) just to say that. I mostly started pulling tarot cards for myself. Uh, I ordered my first deck off Amazon just because I thought it was interesting. And I really started pulling just messages once a day just to see if it was anything real. And the more that I started pulling them for myself, the more that I realized I was pulling things that I really needed to hear. And that goes into being a channel. And so for me, every tarot reading is different. And it's not just that every person pulls different cards, but even if I'm pulling similar cards for the same people, they still carry different messages. Because for me, the tarot is simply a medium to connect to somebody else's ancestors, somebody else's angel team, you know? And so I'm really just using them more as like a forefront for the messages that are coming through. So that's kind of what got me started in doing tarot for other people. I never originally intended to read for others. It was just a self-healing modality. And that was kind of when I realized that I really am a powerful channel and I would never have known it or been able to connect to it in that way without tarot. Absolutely. And I'll share this little bit. And the big thing is I like people to learn from us, the light workers, you know, the channels. And you found your unique ability this way. I actually have this unique ability. And so I'm telling people out there this because you may have it or some different gift that nobody else could ever have. Maybe nobody else has this gift but myself, but I can literally go into a library. I can pull any book without even looking for it, open the book without picking a page, a chapter, and it's for the person that's in front of me and its it's meaning. It's beautiful. And so for me, that's why the tarot stands out so much because I know it's the direct message that's needed, but it is a unique ability. So people out there, you know, be open-minded to the gifts because that was something I did not know I was blessed with that it helps so many people. Yeah. And I definitely, I'm not going to lie. I question my ability to read for others for a little bit, but the more I started doing it for other people and the feedback that I was receiving, it was a lot of oh, I didn't even knew I, I didn't even know I really felt that way. Or how did you know I felt that way? I didn't tell you just to be able to know, okay, wow, these messages really are for that person was divine reinforcement. Absolutely. In your personal opinion, what will people get out of a tarot reading? Something that I put on my website is that my goal is to bring clarity and guidance to people. So I aim to do that with everything I do, whether it's coaching or Reiki or tarot. So 
always the goal is that, you know, if a person is feeling lost or they're struggling and they don't know their next steps, I hope to be able to at least point them in the right direction. If not, you know, provide them the next step, then, you know, at least it's a push in the right direction. Do you have a favorite card? Ooh, that's tough. Or one, I guess, that you would most identify with or most resonates with you. It's challenging because I do personally resonate with uh, the Empress and the High Priestess cards. They they pulled for myself a lot last year when I was going through a very spiritual transformational awakening and launching my business. So to say that I stepped into the power of those cards is accurate. But my favorite card is the star. And I just recently read a tweet that somebody posted about after the tower comes the star. And in the tarot, in the major arcana, that is exactly how it goes. It's the tower and then the star. And so the star represents in the simplest of ways, um, hope. So after the tower, which is everything is crumbling, the rug is being pulled out from under you, everything's falling apart, comes the star, the hope that it can be rebuilt anew. And I really do have chills talking about it because it's just such a beautiful message. I just got chills with you saying it kind of made me think of the dark night going through that and then being open, you know, and seeing the light again. So exactly. Definitely. In your opinion, How can tarot readings help receivers in gaining clarity and what could be the limits of it? That's a hard question to answer because I think that people place their own limits, right? So if someone is not willing to receive the message, then there's really nothing I can do. I can't help you if you don't want to see it, right? Um, So I'll reference a reading that I did recently for a person, and I obviously can't go into too much detail, but he basically was just stuck. He lost his job, lost his girlfriend, and didn't know how to move forward. And the reading basically summarized that he was the person standing in his own way. He was stuck in this like negative mindset loop. And if he was not willing to acknowledge that, then my reading would have been useless, not because of my message, but he wasn't willing to receive it. Does that make sense? So if he had put that limit on himself, then he would not have been able to benefit from my reading. But he was able to say, wow, you're right. I was standing in my own way. I didn't realize how much I was letting myself be stuck in the past and putting myself down and putting myself into this negative loop. And actually, surprisingly enough, he also committed to stop drinking. So that, you know, that was pretty huge that he decided I am going to take charge and I am not going to let myself be the person that I used to be. Taking charge. Yes. Love it. So I've got a question for you. I found out yesterday that I got a, I have a new ascended master, which excited me, which is really cool um, and really guiding me. So here forward. So I guess I'm wondering if uh, you're open to pulling a card for myself. Yeah. I'm wondering right now, just a couple of questions. Like what advice do they have? for me right now. Let me spark up some Palo Santo real quick and just clear the space. I like to set a vibe before I pull cards. So that's my thing. 
All right, so I'm just gonna go ahead and if you wouldn't mind just expressly providing your permission for me to go ahead and pull some cards for you. Oh, absolutely, please do. As I'm shuffling, we had a couple cards out here. And it's wild because I have two questions. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so I have the hanged man for you, which is a really interesting card. The hanged man typically symbolizes a person needing to take the time for themselves to kind of like reconnect. Yeah, does that sound on point for you? <laughs> so let me go ahead and just, sometimes I like to see the messages in the book, but it intuitive, intuitively off top, that is the message that I'm getting is that maybe you've just got a lot going on around you and you feel kind of like the only way to process it is to kind of pull into yourself. Mm, yeah, so that's exactly what this says. The hanged man ceases forward momentum to avoid disaster and instead favors reflection. And this is about kind of sacrifice. And if you look at this card that I pulled for you also, the seven of swords, you can kind of see, right? Like this, what is this? Is this a fox that he's just like threatened, you know, like he's got all these knives around him and it's not, it's not to say physical knives or, you know, physical danger but just kind of perhaps that you've got a lot of different things kind of poking at you does that make sense actually this is interesting too because so this card what it says is that the coyote represents deceit clever manipulative caught in his own schemes um perhaps manipulation thievery and just kind of Echoing with the hanged man, I mean, look look at this card too. It's just about so many things that are negative, like being surrounded by all these different knives and you're just needing to, to pull away and reflect and cut off the negative energy, the manipulation, the deceit. How does that sound? It definitely hits. So I thank my ascended master for given some information there with that pull one more card just because I feel like that was kind of a, a overview of what's going on and so what's next right what about what's love can we go directly into what a, a card pulled for love for me so for Amber what do we have next in love next in love I feel like this is the card ooh king of cups this is so funny this card just came out for me twice yesterday it did come out reversed uh the cups is typically referring to emotions and so if we're looking at the king of cups that represents devotion and loyalty but upside down is more an imbalance perhaps control perhaps anxiety a lot of Man, okay, so looking at all of these cards together, I would say that you are feeling a lot of anxiety or imbalance around the situation. And like you feel maybe controlled, you feel like things are a little tumultuous. And it's just these cards are all a call for a step back. The King of Cups is basically saying, You are the master of your emotions. You choose the frequency, you choose the energy. 
right? You choose what you let into your space. And reversed, it's just saying that you're letting in all of these swords. She's so good, everyone. Um, <laughs> I, I can't even say it. Well, now I'm, I'm really interested because uh, I bet people will be intrigued to, will you pull a card for the collective whole? And then we can share the card if you're open to it in the show notes. Absolutely. I would love to do that. I'm just going to throw these um, in the bottom of the deck. Let's pull a card for the collective. What do you have for the collective? Ooh, the chariot. It just spit right out. And it's so funny that divine timing, synchronicity indeed. Uh, The energy I'm getting from this card is truly taking charge, leading the way. The chariot represents how do I say trailblazing in a sense, right? So harnessing emotions and charging down a straight, clear path where you may have floundered before you have learned from your mistakes and now blaze forward confidently. So it's all about just taking charge, taking control of the last couple months of the year and really moving forward with grace and with confidence, despite where you have been, despite the trials and tribulations of this year. It, everybody's been stressed, especially with COVID, with jobs. It, it's, been, it's been a hard year, but we don't have to let it take control of us. We don't have to let it drown us. We can light the way. Yes, I agree. Looking at the card, we'll definitely share that in the show notes. That's a great message though, for people going through the end of the year with the holidays approaching and whatnot to really grab those reins. Yes. So my last question with the tarot portion of what you do is for a new tarot reader, what words of wisdom would you offer? Pull for yourself constantly. Um, It's really the only way to learn all of the cards. And I think that's important. I do still look at the messages in the books that my decks provide. I'm not going to pretend like I don't, but I still pull a card and I try to feel what I'm getting from the deck. And the only way to really build that relationship with the deck is to constantly pull cards, not for everybody, pull for yourself and really connect to it, put your energy into it and see what messages are coming through for you. And then once you're comfortable with that, then you can kind of go into reading for other people. Absolutely. Intrigued. Ricky is, is up on the list. Can you explain what Reiki is? I clearly know what Reiki is and I am a big believer in it, but it may be a new term for some of those out there listening. So for those that don't know, can you explain what it is and what's different about that therapy? Yeah, definitely. So Reiki is a very ancient Eastern healing modality that uses symbols to kind of translate, channel different energies I'm a little different in the way that I do my Reiki, as in I use the energy to tap in, and then I read all of your chakras. So most Reiki healers don't do that. They just kind of 
use that energy to kind of clear your energy field. And so, of course, we are all conduits. Um, we use the universal life force as opposed to our own energy. And so I just take it a step further and I go into each individual chakra and I intuit what energy is there. And then I use the symbols to sort of clear any blockages in the way. What length are the sessions for your Reiki? That's better. Um, typically they're about 30 minutes. It just depends. Uh, people can do an hour and sometimes I just go by how long it takes to, to hit each of the chakras. Cause that is the, the primary purpose behind it for me. So if it, if you book a 30 minute reading and it takes 40 to go through into each of your chakras, then it's a 40 minute healing session. Okay, perfect. Now, what advice would you give to someone who's struggling with their spirituality? Tap in. That's it. Tap in. So many people, I feel like they go through all of these different, they tried so many different modalities. It's like, oh, let me do meditation. Let me, you know, like go to church. Let me, you know, read the Bible. And while I respect all of those things, and if that's a step that you feel like you need to take, then absolutely I respect that. But instead of using all of these different mediums, just connect to yourself. Sometimes it takes you maybe booking a weekend where you go to the beach or just by yourself with the water and the nature and you're really asking to connect. And I think that's the difference. Uh, For me, that was the difference. Instead of just saying, you know, oh, I wish I had spiritual guidance. It was a direct spirit. I need you here with me. I need your guidance. Um, I'm asking you to come into my life and I'm giving up the reins and just really having that open conversation with spirit. Do you have a favorite mantra or quote you believe in and follow or use? You're going to laugh when you hear it. (laughs) So have you seen Dazed and Confused? That's my favorite movie. I have to tell people that when I start employment, you know, they'll ask like, what's your favorite movie? And I'm like, Dazed and Confused. Synchronicity, of course, it's your favorite movie. So, you know, when Matthew McConaughey is just like, you just got to keep living, L I V I N. <laughs> You're kidding me because I just, I tell everybody what opened my eyes. This is too wild, you guys. Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights, is what ha- helped me along my spiritual journey to start my business. Like, literally, had no plans for it the green light book. It's the most amazing thing. And I've said that multiple Matthew, you do not get paid from, you know, he doesn't pay me to do this, but I'm hoping someday maybe I'll get him to join if I make it big, but um, I'm putting it out in the universe. Matthew McConaughey, I I pushed your book. I got two other people in the last (laughs) week listening to it, but no way. That's the best quote in the best movie ever. Literally ever. It's so funny. I love this connection that you and I share. That's crazy. Um, But yeah, that's definitely, it's probably been in my Instagram bio for years long before I started my business. And I don't think that I'm ever going to change it because it just really is, you know, like you really do just have to keep living. You got to keep going on. You can't just people get so hung up on things in the past. And I understand that the past shapes who we are, but if you're just going to stay stuck in it and stagnant, and you're not trying to live and focus on the current moment and appreciating what you have, I mean, you're just, you're going to run in the same circle forever. 
no fun. Time to get off that linear path and all around. <laughs> so, you know, this is episode number 14 and you said you had big significance with the number 14, I should say. And I do with numerology as well. Have you gotten into numerology much? I have been a little. Um, once I kind of tapped into angel numbers, I started looking into that. So I do actually even have a three through three tattooed on my wrist. <laughs> it really wasn't so much an interest in numerology for me as much as it was that I was literally being stopped by these numbers. Like I'm when I tell you 14 has a significance, I I'm I see this number about five to six times a day every day, everywhere I turn for months now. And it was the same with 333 prior to that. I have a number that I just had to look up yesterday, uh, which was 639. Hmm. 639 just kept coming up and coming up in multiple different ways. So that's why I was wondering if if you did numerology, but you said with the angel numbers on my phone. Number because 639, those are all multiples of three. So if you look at that, it really just reduces down to 333. Now I have to ask, what does the angel number 333 mean then? It is the number of upward movement, significant positive change. And interestingly enough, kind of like, the chariot taking control, blazing your own path. I sent out the heart emoji to her, everyone. Super (laughs) exciting. (laughs) All right. So I know that you do your coaching. Do you have a coaching program at all? Yes. So uh, I offer life coaching in three to six month containers, depending on the person and how they want to facilitate their own change. Um, I think I also do one month containers for people looking for a little less commitment, but typically there's no set guideline for how I do my program. I just, I have an online web space, so I take notes and they're able to kind of go in and all of that's confidential and private and just for them. And they can kind of see the progression. Uh, I do my homework in there so they can check things off. And it's really just kind of, it moves pretty quickly. I, I've had people see results just from one session because we have that whole hour to really dig into certain things. And then once I can go and assign the homework, then they actually have to take it upon themselves to, to enact and create the change. But if people are open to making changes and it is for people who really want that commitment of, okay, I'm, I'm ready to cut out people. I'm ready to tap in spiritually. I'm ready to make a lasting change. Then that's exactly how we're going to go about it. That's awesome that people can see results so quickly. They're willing to commit, you know, it, it's on them. It's not on me. It's just that I'm able to provide a different perspective that they may not have considered. And if they're willing to change their behavior or move differently, then they'll see the results themselves of, of their own accord. If someone's wanting to connect with you, obviously we have all of your links in the show notes, where would be the most optimal channel or space that they could reach you at? I do actually have my personal phone number across everything. I just thought that would be the easiest. So my personal number is at the bottom of my website. So you could definitely shoot me a text or also email me at natasha at brightsoulhealing.com. Wonderful. So we'll have those 
in the show notes, everybody to take a look. Excited. We're going to not go back too far. It looked like the initial, they didn't have an actual release date. It looked like it was 2019 when it came out. And then the, the music video that I posted in the show notes, that was a secondary video that they did well after, because from what my impression is, Natasha, they did an eight minute jam of this in one session. Yes, that is correct. That That is why I'm so drawn to these artists, because really, if you look at the eight minute video, they're just having fun. This is just them vibing for themselves, making this music for pure enjoyment purposes. And in one session, that beautiful melody came out. And I just, I'm telling you, I listen to it every day. <laughs> you know what? I may put both in the show notes just so, so they can see the difference because the music video is cool. But the first one really was interesting to me when I did the research too, to find out that they did that in one jam. It just hit without trying. It was magical. And I had never heard of the artists before. So that was really cool. So FKJ and Masego. FKG <laughs> and Masego. All right. So Tadao was the song. And I, I had to look up right away what Tadao meant. So I'm going to start out with that. So what I found was it's a mixture of ta-da, which is normally said when one finishes a task, and then wow, which is obviously an excitement word used to describe that something's awesome. So the words together, did you know much about what it meant? I actually didn't, but I kind of just put that together as more of, because if you listen to kind of the other words that he's saying, he's like, girl, you got me like, and so I'm just watching the video. I'm like, imagining that he's saying that to the girl, like, wow, you know? (laughs) And once I looked that up, I'm huge with symbolism. Always got to be a rhyme or reason. So then I looked up to see if there was symbolism with the word because it seemed to be made up. So it was. (laughs) It actually was a symbol. So I was like, of course it is. So it resonates with the emotional energy of enlightenment on the Omega consciousness scale. You just blew my mind. No way. (laughs) That is so cool. And it's crazy that you say that because this song found me right, like maybe a few days before I filed for divorce. Amazing. Yep. That's so cool. (laughs) It's synchronicity after synchronicity. Yeah, it truly is. (laughs) So when you watched the music video, Natasha, what were some of your thoughts? What stood out the most? I just felt free watching them and watching their pure enjoyment. Like you can literally see how happy they are in their faces. You can see that they're, they're really just having fun. And it was maybe because of the timing that the song also found me. It really just felt like, everything was falling into place. Like I knew that divorce was meant to happen. And it almost made me feel like somewhere out there, a person carrying the energy of this song is out there for me. And like that marriage was not it. So for me, it has a little bit more of a personal significance. Like I just felt ready to be free and go out and explore the world. That's an amazing meaning behind it. And for me, in the video, what stood out was 
obviously this was before I looked up to see what Tadal meant. It was on like every single sign, the drinks, the newspaper, writing it on the cards, posters. I was like, what are they trying to do Hmm. with this? So I don't know why they put Tadal on every single thing, unless they were meaning to me, it was like, they're trying to say, hey, everything could be Tadal. Yeah. Oh, I love that because it really could. It's all mindset. It could. Like you can look at a sign. I was like, why did they have it on a stop sign? I was like, you know what? It could be that stop signs what saved you from something else. You know, if you look at it from a positive perspective. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. It's so true. I completely agree and feel that. Yeah. So did you notice at the very end, a triangle that goes from color to black and white? I didn't. I noticed that. And what's funny is you showed me your tattoo. And so this, the the triangle is actually, this is part of the symbolism for the third eye. If you look at like the chakras, it's just missing the wings on the side. Enlightenment. It's enlightenment. That's what I felt like the whole music video and the song was about. And I think that they were trying to get the point across that you don't have to think too much into something. Yeah. It can be as simple as, you know, a word that doesn't even mean anything being put together. Yeah. And just in the sense of like enlightenment, ascension, being able to look at something that might not be ta-da and being like, (laughs) ta-da. That's going to be, we're going to hashtag ta-da with this. Yes. I love that. Did anything else in the music video or the music, you know, the song itself stand out to you, Natasha? I think probably my favorite part of it is watching them play the instruments. I do feel like a one path to spiritual enlightenment is creative expression. And so for people watching that video and you have an instrument around your house that you know how to play and you haven't picked up in a long time, maybe this is your call to pick it up. You know, if you're looking for spiritual enlightenment, a creative expression is definitely one of the ways to get there. I think it's one of the quickest ways to get there. Absolutely. Whether it be art, music, I use it too. So I always say, you want to jump speed, do both. (laughs) Dancing, that's a really good one to just shake off the stagnant energy. Highly recommend dancing. Dancing is wonderful. So I think everybody out there, check into yourself when it comes to music. Because I know for myself, when I'm at home with my pooch, my dog and I will dance around and just keep the beat going. It makes me happy. I think if anybody's having a downer day, it can pick you right back up. Especially the song that we've been talking about. This what a great energy booster for me. Oh, yes. I would say you could listen to it every day. I have. <laughs> that was going to say, you really could, for sure. And I think I'm intrigued to see in the comments from people what they think stood out from the music video. I would be interested in that as well. Yeah, and we'll get back to y'all if you do post. So I want to thank you so much, Natasha, for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is my first actual podcast interview, and it went so much better than I could have imagined. It was an honor. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, I'm super excited. I may have to bring you on, especially if you've got some 
anything new coming up in the times ahead? Are you planning anything new? I actually did just launch my tarot membership service. So I have been posting my readings for free online for a while. And, you know, you know more than anyone, you can't just put out energy without any sort of exchange. So I did move that. If you go on my website, there is an area for tarot membership and it's actually only 11.11 to sign up. And I do collective readings. I'll be doing, I am supposed to post a new moon reading, which was actually yesterday, but I had to work. So I'll be posting that today. And that's just kind of where I'll be doing more tarot work as well as monthly group Reiki and exclusive giveaways and stuff like that. Really cool. Well, everybody have to check it out. 1111, 11, uh, the numbers <laughs> there. Yeah, we'll connect here down the road. And I appreciate again, you joining on everyone sending out light and love until the next time. Take care and God bless. If you've enjoyed spending time with me today, I'd love it if you'd subscribe to my podcast. You'll find links in the show notes to items discussed during the podcast. Check out the Try A New Frequency website for my top daily music video. I love hearing from all of you. Feel free to send me an email to tryanewfrequency at gmail.com. I'm sending you all love and light until the next time.